Hey, what's going on? It is Top of the Do Chain Podcast. Before we start, I'd like to make a special announcement. Um, Top of the Do Chain Podcast will not do any commercials nor any entertainment for the Super Bowl this year. Um, because like Amy Schumer, we were not asked <laughs> <laughs> or offered anything on the Super Bowl. So just wanted to clear that up. Now, what's up? It's episode 50. Welcome to this milestone episode that I did. I was 50-50 on whether we'd actually get to or not, but we're here one year later. Mm-hmm. Hopefully a little better than we were last time. Yep. Do us a favor, though, in honor of the 50th episode, like, share, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to, because it helps this podcast grow. One day we want to do a Super Bowl ad. It'd be great. But for now, we will stand in solidarity with Amy Schumer and the rest of the Overlooked. Yeah, the we will overlooked. never stand <laughs> with yeah. Amy Schumer. <laughs> never. You're kind of stretching it there with standing with Come her. On, oh, we're just sitting. We're crazy. just sitting. And we're 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 still in the line of kids waiting to get picked. Is all. We, <laughs> her, she just happens to be in that line as well. She's standing on the wrong side of the playground fence. Yeah, her and Leah Dunham are like neck and neck for grossest chick in Hollywood. <laughs> she's well, pregnant now. Who? Amy Schumer. How? Oh. Well. We can get into it if you want. I mean, <laughs> no, no, I understand how, but I'm just wondering how. Hey, here's the funny part. She, uh, and, and and here's the thing, man. That whole, I don't know if you saw the Super Bowl, yeah, uh, announcement that no. she made. Uh-uh. All right, she basically just made that Super Bowl announcement that she's not. It's not. I'm going to pull out of a commercial I was offered. It's I will not be accepting any offers for the Super Bowl commercial. So if you were planning on asking me, you know, yeah, I hadn't heard from you yet. Yeah. But if you were planning on it, <laughs> exactly. So. And then she re- she no. did some whole like uh, I don't know why my more white play, uh, players aren't kneeling in the NFL either. So she's trying to hitch her wagon to that controversy and yeah and and get anything to get fire. on a television show. But the thing anything is, to get interviewed, right? But the thing what? is, is like, dude, who are these people's publicists, man? You say that a lot. I know. <laughs> I bet. What's it take to get a get a job in Hollywood as a publicist? Yeah, well, I mean, have to write your name on an application as long as it's not crayon, you're good. Somebody told Britney Spears shaving her head and crying was a That's was a good I'm plan, saying, and man. it kind of worked. That did. Amy Schumer. There's no talent with Amy Schumer, though. Yeah. In my opinion, I mean, obviously, people think she's funny at some point. I think she's kind of had her ups and downs with people deciding whether or not she's funny because for a while it seemed like she had a pretty good little following. Part of and then her then her comedy specials and movies and stuff kind of bombed. It kind of seemed like she was a one trick pony. But well, part of me thinks that she because she's just sophomoric humor is kind of her. But I think part of her her success was her whole body image thing. She kind of was on the front end of that body image is you love your body. Yeah. Regardless of how it looks, wave. And yeah. so like But she kind of abandoned that because she also said that she didn't really see herself as, you know, being like these plus size yeah. models and, and stuff. You so don't, and everybody's you don't, like, You're just a fraud, man. And you don't think it's a coincidence that her career pummeted after that? Yeah, yeah, I you're mean, just a fraud. Yeah. So. Well, have you seen the compilation videos of her stealing jokes? Oh yeah. That's like the she other stole thing. she's done it a ton. Like some some other co- comedians have done it, and some people blame it on what they call parallel thinking, which is like you hear something and subliminally 
it becomes your own idea in your head. And yeah. then over time, you forget where it originated from, and then yeah. you broadcast and it as I your can own. See that. But twenty five times in a row, probably. Yeah, not. no, 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 no. Yeah. And there, and and sometimes you even have the sometimes the joke is so obvious. Like there's a there's a comedian named Gary Owen. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever heard of him. You've probably seen him. But he's a he's a white guy, but he's very popular amongst uh, the black crowds. Yeah. Um, he has a black wife, and and that's kind of how he came up is through the black comedy clubs. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he was opening for uh, D. L. Hooley. Hugely. 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 <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> anyway, um, this is when LeBron went to Cleveland. Yeah. And uh, uh, essentially he told a joke that said, hey, man, I can I can tell you why LeBron went to Cleveland. If you gave me the option to date Precious or Beyonce Knowles, guess where I'm going? <laughs> and so he compared it to that. D.L. Hughley. And this was right after LeBron went to Cleveland or left Cleveland for Miami. Yeah. So no way that, that Gary Owen could have told this joke and D.L. Hughley or vice versa, Hughley or whatever, heard the joke from each other, turned around and said the same joke, yeah. that very same show. Yeah. And so, you know, sometimes that's a coincidence that yeah. happens. But if you're like uh, Mencia or Amy Schumer, yeah, yeah. You know, the thing about the the Carlos Mencia was he was the one that really got blasted most hardcore, it seems like, because Rogan was kind of following him around almost to a point, just kind of targeted him. And um, the joke that everybody was giving him a hard time about stealing was one where he talked about them wanting to build a wall of, you know, along the Mexican border. He goes, who are you going to get to build it? I was like, man, that's not a super complicated joke that he had to steal. You know, it's. If anything, it's kind of a stupid, shallow joke, you know? No, it is. Why are you picking that one, you know? He, but apparently he had stole, like, routines. He stole it from Ari Shafir. Yeah. And, and is the original one. Um, and he practically, it's one of those, it's like vanilla ice. But, I mean, I heard people around me telling that joke before they'd heard it anywhere. Right, you but know, you know. Because it, it was like an know, obvious. But you know vanilla ice? Remember when they're like, man, you stole that Queen song. He's like, no, it's different because it goes. Dun, 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 oh, dun, yeah, well, yeah. Ding. Yeah. You know, that's what Mencia did. Yeah. Is he, he he copied verbatim what Ari said and changed like the last two words. But and I then, said it with an accent. And then went, <laughs> and that's the thing. And then at the very end, he's like, but no, his said this, but mine said that. And so people are like, yeah. OK. But then he stole the Chappelle show uh, kind of, of, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Well, he got the, he got so point to the that the comedy store in L.A. would turn on the light in the back when they saw Mencia come in the crowd to let the comic on stage know yeah. that Mencia was in the crowd and not to use any original material and and, and that and that was Jogan's issue is that he couldn't is is Mencia was popping up so much that he couldn't work on because that's what they do they go to these comedy so stores. he wasn't writing comedy he was going around collecting comedy right yeah right and so and and you know he, for some reason he kept wanting to go after Joe's it sounded like because because mm. what would happen is is Joe would because that's what they do at these comedy clubs these 15 minute sets is they work their stuff yeah new stuff Right, yeah, and and then they, and then they put together an hour, hour and a half, and they do a special, and then sell it to Netflix or HBO, whoever. Yeah. Well, Mencia apparently was walking in, and Joe could never work on his own on his new set because Mencia kept walking into his shows, and they kept turning lines. They had to do crowd work and all that. So, yeah. Finally, he called him out. He got kicked out of the comedy store for a long time. Yeah. Rogan did. Rogan did. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a it's a crazy game. Yeah. And how those comedians... I mean, I get the parallel thinking or, you know, maybe the 
sometimes the joke is now now these people who are like hey you stole that joke from a dude who did it 60 years ago you're like all right yeah. But it happens in music too. Yeah, well here here's my thing though. Like whenever I do like a piece of artwork, whenever I'm working on t-shirts and stuff, like I have a group of people that I'll send that design to and be like, "Hey, have you ever seen anything like this?" So there's ways for them to double check and make sure they're not stealing somebody else's stuff. They're just not doing it cuz they don't care. Well, the, and the other thing that or they're doing it on purpose. No, no, here's the thing. Amy Schumer I guarantee came off stage and somebody told her, "Hey, that's Patrice O'Neill's joke." Mm-hmm. Cuz that's who she stole. I think of quite a few of them from. Yeah. And because there have been people who've done that and they come and say, hey, man, you know, Joe Rogan has a joke like that. And the person be like, man, I didn't know. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, and they'll kind of go, hey, that's Patrice O'Neill's. And she's like, yeah, whatever. And well, you know, moves on and keeps telling it. Whereas mm-hmm. then if you're told, hey, man, that's someone else's joke. You're like, oh, my bad. I won't do it again. And they're cool with it because they understand the concept that he's talking about. But when like, you go to 20 different clubs and hear her telling the same joke that she stole from somebody like, yeah, now, you know? Yeah. So anyway, I was just trying to be funny, man. I didn't mean to get off on her. Yeah. Yeah. Amy Schumer's gross. She's pregnant. But yeah. the funny thing here's the extra speaking gross. Of, speaking of Norm Macdonald, check this out. Yeah. Um, we were speaking of Norm Macdonald. No, check it. <laughs> like two weeks ago. <laughs> speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of Amy Schumer concerning Norm Macdonald, cause we talk about him oh, okay. quite often. She made an announcement that she's pregnant, but the yeah. way she did it is she basically listed like, I don't know, 15 or 20 senators or who a house representatives or whatever that are up for reelection. Uh-huh. And I think she kind of went through and just put her opinion about each one of them. Yeah. And at the bottom of it, she went, uh, oh, by the way, we're pregnant. And so Norm MacDonald goes, <laughs> congratulations on being pregnant. <laughs> In other words... She's just kind of like, what she's trying to do is is throw that whole political spin and be like, oh, and we're pregnant. And he's like, yeah, don't care about any of the rest of this. And he congratulates her, which is the genius of him because it seems like like just an empty comment. And then you're kind of like, yeah. But, I mean, her pregnancy probably belongs on that list of her political. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say Ripley's Believe It or Not. (laughs) I'm just saying on her political. Corey is baffled by this. Her poli- what in the well, world? Here, here, here's my thing. Uh, <laughs> she's a wannabe alpha female, like, oh, I'm leading the way, ultra feminist. What kind of a male, like, hangs around a chick like that? Yeah. Because women like that, like, belittle men, men like, professionally. Men who yeah. shave their beards because it's not fair to have No, no, no. I guarantee beard. you that guy has a beard, wears flannel, <laughs> has a man <laughs> bun and a slouchy okay. cap, has the hipster glasses, <laughs> and probably isn't straight. Hey, you know what he's got? He's got a wife that brings home the money. <laughs> I don't know. Does, he, he's does, probably is just a trophy husband, She's not, man. She is not sharing that with him. He, is, she, is she married? Huh? Do you know how much it costs to feed her every week? Hey, more, hey, hey. more. Is she a tiger? More than Joe Exotic's <laughs> tiger. She consumes more than 25 pounds a day. Fact. Uh, <laughs> oh, that'll feed a tiger for a year. <laughs> $2,000 will feed her for two and a half days. Well, if, if we weren't planning on... Um, no beard on uh, Amy Schumer's husband, yeah. by the way. Uh, let's, yeah. let's see a picture. What What's he look like? Oh, yeah. he's, he's He looks like a dude who's cashing checks, man. Yeah. Dude. So He looks like he might... Uh, he sits by his pool. And he might be of the persuasion. <laughs> so here we go. What, <laughs> what are we going to talk about? 
<laughs> because I got to listen uh, to last week's podcast today and uh, took some notes. Oh. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, I forgot. What Jeff, do you want to talk about? Jeff hates politics. I, I, got a, I got a few notes on this. First of all, you I'd like to... talk about soft Gs? going to talk about the soft G first. All right, let's hear it. The soft G <laughs> in, in Jeffrey. Um, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you on that one. <laughs> because the first thing that I always tell people when I show them my name is, and I'll be honest with you, I don't know what two country people from Broken Bow, Oklahoma, were thinking naming their child Jeffrey and spelling it with G. It makes no sense What's your middle me. name? Paul. I, pr- I should go by oh, it. Oh, yeah, GP. Yeah. Anyways, but GP Tucker. It has provided for a lot of cool nicknames. I've been everything from Little G to G Money. I mean, yeah, no, there's nothing good, wrong good with times. the G. It's the Fry at the part end of it. <laughs> it's the, it's the again o- the Offry that follows. <laughs> again, I agree. I agree. So I'm gonna give you that one. That that is fine. Right. If if you make fun of my name, I'm I'm actually on board with that because I'm not a big fan of the soft G myself. <laughs> The next thing is you talked about horse face and you were talking about how Trump always tells, you know, his jokes or his jabs always have a purpose. They're directed in a way that yeah. forces you to think about someone and something that y'all never hit on the fact that the girl he's calling horse face is a porn star. Horse face equals not hot. He's basically going to make people who are into that kind of stuff not be into her. It's kind of how I felt about it. You think there's any chance to that? Possibly, possibly. There's all, they, 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 but that kind of plays into what Josh said. But it's always yeah. the point. But yeah, and I think you're right. I just think the point is, is it's he's just never, saying, hey, this girl never, makes it a makes a living on her appearance and being a you know a right. sexual object. I'll make her unattractive to people by making them think of a horse face. Point, and that's the point. There's it's they always he's act, a, he's great at bullying. Man, they always act like it's a juvenile yeah. comment. Well, it is, but that's what sticks. But exactly, yeah. it, you, but but it's not juvenile by design. Yeah. It sounds juvenile to the simple person, but if you kind of understand where he's coming from, which I didn't until I read that book. Well, and Corey mentioned it. You know, it's kind of the hashtag. It just it forces you to attach that every time. Every time, and it's the now, dumbest you stuff will that never, you attach. You will never say Stormy Daniels yeah. without thinking of Horface. You never say Hillary Clinton without thinking of Crooked. Yeah, I mean, it's just how it goes, yep. regardless of your stance on it. So, all right, hitting on Josie, you talked about names, and you brought up Josie's name, and Corey brought up the outlaw Josie Wells. The outlaw Josie Wells is from a movie, Clint Eastwood. In fact, in my opinion. Maybe not the best Clint Eastwood movie, but the best character Clint Eastwood ever played was the outlaw Josie Wells. But I don't know where my wife came up with the name. So is that a point for me? I like Josie. That's kind of a point. I know we're not playing a game, but I'm giving myself a point. I figured out out two more. uh, You both get a point for the soft G. Josh (laughs) gets a point for horse face, and you get a point for Josie. So it's tied. tied tied. Two more names (laughs) that dudes get that are girl names, Kelsey and um, Leslie. Okay. Mm. The, good job on the Leslie. Um, that was Galliard. That was one I was gonna bring up, but we're gonna hit on that. I've got I've got some things I wrote down on that too. He's amped up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. You I, should take a week I off gotta, every week. I gotta I gotta get you know I gotta get last week taken care of so I can jump into <laughs> this week. Um, all right. So the other one was I can't read my writing here. Oh, everyone claims that they are part Cherokee who is white. All white people yes. claim they are part Cherokee. Yeah. It's the biggest joke in the Native American communities mm-hmm. that every white person you meet, their great-great-grandpa married Cherokee Indian princess. It's it's yeah. the most ridiculous thing on the planet. Being, uh, being Native American myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and this, is all uh, on, this is all honesty, okay? Because 
because I am San Antonio. I'm going to tell you what that blood is. It's I am probably Spanish. (laughs) No, it's from, but it's from up here. I'm I'm from San Antonio because that's where we were, but family's up here in uh, North Texas, Oklahoma region. Yeah. It's, uh, it's Choctaw. Yeah. I mean, on the roll. See, that's my area. I'm I'm not Choctaw, but I'm from an area. But I'm saying I'm on the roll as Choctaw. Mm -hmm. I think I'm like, I, I, I counted it. I said four or five last time. I counted it. It's six generations away. Yeah. So whatever that grandma or grandpa was, was a full blood Choctaw Indian. Yeah. Do you anyway. want to have a competition? See who knows more Choctaw <clears throat> words, me or you? No. Nope, okay. Because right I can smash you. Give me, give me some time though, because I'm thinking about getting into the language. Yeah. But I did I do some research. Mostly no inappropriate words. I will say that. But, that's a problem. <laughs> I did do some research, and it's less about the blood and more about the community involvement. Yeah. Is what they said. Now, yeah. obviously, being on the roll and having the blood in your... It, it's probably... It's also probably it. tribal. It probably depends on what tribe you're claiming. And that's the other thing, too, man. You go look at the Choctaw chief and, and uh, deputy chief or whatever they call it. Um, what? You're not saying kinda, anything. I'm just it's saying a podcast. They, you got to talk. All right. Let's just say they kind of look closer to me than... Oh, yeah. Yeah. That lighter, lighter skin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I got you. I, I get where you're going with that. Okay, the next thing is you talked a lot about guys with a girl's name, all right? I used to know a guy, he, he said, hey, my name's Kerry. I'm a guy with a girl's name, you know. Kerry? Yeah, his name was Kerry. Yeah, that's That was one you guys yeah, that's didn't, an, that's a good one. didn't bring up. So I threw down some that I thought of that you didn't bring up. Kerry, Shelby. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've heard, yeah. yeah. And Brooke. You see Brooke both ways. Ooh, Brooke. Brooke Lopez, you know. I haven't, seen too, many, I haven't seen too many Brooks. But no, you do but see Brooke. Brooke Lopez is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so to this, I want to ask the question, what do you believe is the most androgynous name out there that it can go both ways and you don't know which one it's more? Is it more of a girl's name? Is it more of a guy's name? What do you think is the most androgynous name? Mm. I've got a few written down. I want to see if you name any of them. I think Elliot's pretty high up there. Aaron? Yeah, Aaron. Aaron. I should have wrote Aaron down. That's a great one. Yeah. Great one. Taylor? Yeah, that's a good one, yeah, too. That is. I mean, I, I can't tell you. I mean, if someone said, hey, you know, this is my friend Taylor, I would have no way of knowing if it was a boy or a girl. I yeah. mean, no way of knowing. Morgan? Morgan is a pretty both-way one. Uh, I think Morgan. See, I, I could see that, but more. It's I've probably, mostly only heard it as a last name. I would say it's a female, yeah, I'd say but it's female. only because all the females, all the Morgans I know are female. Yeah. So if, if someone knew all the men they knew was Morgan... Yeah. Different. Okay. But. What about Lou? That's one you can see what? on both. Lou. I've never a met a female name. Lou. That is a dude's name. I've heard man. people call Dude. Lou. That sounds like a broken bow thing. Big Lou. Home okay. With, home with a soft G. Okay. Yeah. All right. The last one. This has to be the most androgynous. Pat. Just Pat. You drawing that from SNL? Kind of, yeah. That, <laughs> Where nobody knows what yeah. he or she is. That's yeah. just Pat. <laughs> Pat's a pretty androgynous well, but Pat's name. usually short for Patricia or Patrick. There aren't a lot of people just named Pat. That's a... Yeah, but it's what they go by. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, Josie definitely, it's a name that could go either way, but um, I think it probably fits girls more than it fits guys. You know, you, Josie? Yeah, I, I feel like Well, it yeah, does. no, I definitely, if you told me Josie, it's definitely girl. If you and told then, me there's a dude named Josie, I'm like... 
And then the last comment I have on last week's podcast, since I wasn't here, is Josh, please take an allergy pill and run a humidifier. <laughs> yeah. No <laughs> more nosebleeds on the podcast. This dude, dude starts looking like a cokehead. Dude, he starts here. gushing and he's like, dude, just talk. <laughs> and I was like, it's I like, just floundered for like, like five minutes. Like we're said, interviewing Keith Richards over yeah, here. I said some, <laughs> some heinous things. I said some heinous things that uh, will never air because I got <laughs> censored. I got censored by uh, Josh. Yeah, dude, I can't go anywhere. That, the, uh, whole, the whole time I'm listening to it, I just hear, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, dude, I'm bleeding. Like, Come on, man. Come on. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, no, other than that, it is a pretty good podcast. And a lot of a lot of politics, but you guys talk about politics better than I do. So it's, Yeah, that's why we did it. Yeah. yeah. Josh. And, part, and that then that, that really was yeah. all that that I'd like to see how heated it would get if somebody who uh believed completely opposite of you guys ever sat down and, and argued. Dude, I have that conversation. You guys are pretty pretty well on the same side, other than I would say um someone someone told us I would say us, when y'all disagree, it's not so much that you disagree. Um, on what you believe, it's usually just Josh trying to re- reword it and act like he's not agreeing. No, yeah, I disagree. Because <laughs> that's what the I big think, guy does, I think, dude. I know. No, I, I do think, I do think we probably lean more to the right of the spectrum. Yeah. All three of us. Well, Someone told me that. That's obvious. Someone told me that, but yeah. But they said that the the thing about it is is that this dude's like all the way to the right. You probably hang to the left side of the right if not teeter to the left side of the middle and then i kind of split you guys in half yeah i was told i was i sounded like i was the most conservative by far no i think you're just i think you're just standing on i think you know exactly what you believe a lot more than probably most people well yeah but that's because i try just try to take the side that's more common sense like if that was the left for an issue like okay i'll go that way if it's the right for an issue i'll go that way it just so happens that to me the right's normally more on the side of common sense yeah Yeah, i don't don't know that you're yeah because i don't know that you're that you're any more um conservative than uh than josh if you want to talk about conservative values um i do think you stand a lot firmer on exactly what you feel like that means yeah yeah from a political there's a difference between values and political policies yeah. For example, because Corey surprises me all the time whenever you know he he has a take on something that you know I'm like, oh, that's you well, know, like that's not as hardcore, you know, bleeding from the right, you know, as much as well, like immigration, for example, it's just his opinion on you it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if to me, if you go far right politically on the immigration policy, it's like they can't come over and take our jobs. That kind of mentality. Yeah. Whereas in mine is like, dude, just make it easier for them to get in. They're willing to work. Yeah. Let them have yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I've said that to people who are on the right, and they're <laughs> like, "No, those jobs are to the rightful citizens." Blah blah blah. It's like, yeah. No, I mean, you're not doing it. Yeah. That's the thing. And my biggest thing is, I just do not follow anything close enough to have a strong opinion on it. So I'm just sitting around here bouncing around, like just asking questions. So, I mean, that's probably Man. why I sound more left because I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Yeah. No, man, that, that was a jab. But no, my deal is um, I'm not very strong politically. But, uh, you know, I just try to think of it from Christian's standpoint of, you know, I do want the poor taken care of, you know, and I do realize that sometimes that means that people who work hard have to make sacrifices for people who maybe don't always want to work hard. But you can't pick and choose which poor people you're going to help. You just help the poor. 
um, you know, and stuff like that. So that's that's a pretty democratic, liberal view, probably. Yeah, just the government is the worst place to but get it I done. don't agree with the government doing yeah, it and yeah. and that's the thing is I don't want the government doing it I think that it should be our job as citizens you know especially as Christian citizens to to take well, care of that and, and and I do think for the most part people would yeah I mean that that's the point the point is and that's why I don't trust the government to do it is because I do think that that and I do think the media works for the government yeah. Not necessarily this government, but a government in particular. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> anyway, but the point being is they want you to think that. Do tell, Josh. I, I just don't, think they, don't tell. I just think they want you to think that that society won't do it, so we have to do it. Huh? And and so you're like, okay, well, then that, that makes sure everyone, yeah. when in reality, I don't think it's it really is. Yeah. I mean, in all reality, they, they put number to or pencil to pad and did the numbers sales tax alone at the current state it's in would pay the budget. Yeah. Would pay the budget. And that includes all the entitlement expenditures too. Yeah. So you look at it from, okay, we're, we have sales tax right now. Plus we have income tax, which is, you know, ridiculously high. Most people are paying a fourth of their paycheck in. How can we pay for everything we need to in this country? yet have this extra pretty much twice as much coming in, yet still be going into debt. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. And, and so that's... Well, it's like the school education in Oklahoma, you know, it's such a big deal. And the whole time I was like, man, you know, we were supposed to, you know, get the lottery and legalize gambling and do all this stuff, and it was going to fund education. You know, we were told that we were going to do all these things. And everything we do never funds education. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, well, there's obviously some crooked politics going yeah, right. on. Well, well and that's just, like that dude up in Yukon who so misplaced, quit taxing us. Yeah, who misplaced $400,000. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, he's just bad at his job. I'm like, no, let's go audit. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, oh, yeah, a, we'll give it to there, you. There, he's so a look, specific style yeah. of bad at his did job. He, <laughs> did he misplace a couple zeros? Possibly. Yeah. But show us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not... Oh, Mary Fallon all of a sudden had an extra 20000 in her account. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Allegedly, well, that, that's just my... Allegedly. Yeah, that that's was, an example. That was my whole thing whenever I got in trouble for talking bad about the teachers and the way they were going about trying to get you know more money for education is they weren't willing to do the audit first. Yeah. They were just like, money, 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 money. I was like, no, you you have to fix... You know, if, if the transmission's busted on a car putting a new engine in is, is it going to make it run yeah you know you have to fix everything and then you can add on to it to get it to work right and just the teachers union which i think is super crooked yeah. was just fighting that tooth and nail yeah, like no would, would, no audit no audit no yeah, audit. And i'm like are. no you're that's dumb 85 yeah. percent of your money goes because that and that's what happened with the lottery is where they were just like oh yeah let's allow this system to come in here and we're going to get all this money and they just used it to supplant shortfalls and other budgets yeah and it never went towards education the way it was supposed to yeah, and, and it's it's terrible when you can get um when you can get kind of everybody on your side because it looks like you're doing the right thing and helping the right people, but you know it's all just a it's all just a disguise to exploit them. I yeah. had a friend tell me that because his his wife is a teacher, saying this is a this is when uh, we all voted on that bill to give everyone a five give the teachers a five thousand dollar raise, but it was a garbage bill. Because mm -hmm. what it meant is it, it had stuff in it that if you gave the teachers a raise, they could go in and, and cut programming and all that. Yeah. And, I mean, it just it was trash. Yeah. And he knew it was trash. And he's like, you know, but teachers need money. So a bad bill is better than no raise for the teacher. And I'm kind of like, I disagree. Yeah. 
because you're just going backwards in that sense. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and again, like, like Corey was saying, fix the problem before you start throwing more money on it. You know, I mean, and that, and that's kind of what I like what we're doing now with the economy is it wasn't about, uh, getting more money in it's like okay where are we spending money oh we're spending money in iran yeah we could probably pull that back or mm-hmm. oh we're spending money in this land over here oh yeah we should probably pull that back and, yeah. and we're gonna fix that part first before we start saying okay we need to increase this this or this yeah but that's like business too yeah it we're, gets complicated though because there's always that domino effect of it doesn't seem like it would be such a big deal to pull funding from here and to put it here and do that stuff but sometimes it is a little more complicated than that but in the end, usually it's because people are being crooked. Yeah. I mean, it it's not that it's impossible well, to do what needs dude, to be come done. Come on, man. You They're just crooked. Yeah, you can't give people that much power yeah. and not expect a few of them to uh, be like, hmm, yeah. what would I do to keep this or yeah. gain more of it? So, And, and that the power of influence um, that the extremely wealthy have, because, I mean, they can kind of hold you hostage at times. You know, you take a state like Oklahoma who really wants these big companies you know, to come in and it, cause it boosts our economy. It provides jobs. It, you know, it does all these wonderful things. They will do anything to get those people here. And that's where a lot of that crookedness comes in sometimes. Yeah. Is, is yeah. Well, we give, it's like the gas and oil companies. And this is probably going to be where I start to go more towards the left. You know, we give them massive tax breaks, like yeah. more than, more than any other state. And we're such an oil rich state. Yeah. Like we could probably draw, we could, we could cut that back. I think my buddy was saying one or 2%. Yeah. And I mean, you're talking about billions, billions yeah. of dollars coming back into the state and we're just there. They won't touch it. Yeah. They won't touch it. And to me, that's ridiculous. Yeah. But again, I also don't hate big business. So I'm, it's kind of a catch 22 for me because it's tough. Yeah. Because how well, many people are employed <clears throat> in the oil industry? If know, you cut back 2%, they're going to cut that out of their workforce. I know, I know a lot of people, a lot of people who are affected every time something happens that does cause, cause cuts because they go from having really, really good jobs Oh, to like not six having, figures. Yeah, to not having a job yeah. at all because they work in such... I mean, honestly, a lot of that oil field work that you get paid a whole lot to do, it doesn't really turn you into an employable person in other fields. It, a lot of it's pretty oil field specific. Yeah. And uh, honestly, a lot of it is just your willingness to do the work. Yeah. It's not even so much that the job is... Because you could die. Yeah. yeah it was just heavy, heavy physical and, labor. And heavy physical labor, dangerous, and just, it's crazy. They expect you to be gone. You know, this whole, you know, well, I don't really like to be out of town more than, you know, a couple of nights a week. They're like, dude, you're going to be out of town for six months. Just deal with it. You live here now, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it's a huge sacrifice that they do. But they, they're able to provide for their families in ways that they couldn't, you know, possibly otherwise. Because there's not enough industry around here to do that. They'd have to get some lower paying job or something like yeah. that. So, and, and, it's I, a, and you know, it's they've a, carved out a nice life, and all of a sudden yeah. that gets taken well, away. And I knew an older gentleman who would tell him that he'd, he'd been in the game for a while. Yeah, save that money. And that's what he said. <laughs> he said you need to. He said you need yeah. to take your paycheck right now, cut it in half, and live on that. Yeah. And he said, "Trust me, man. You'll that's, get to the point where and that's wisdom. That's old hat wisdom. You know, you're still making more if you're 18 years old, making a hundred thousand yeah. as a ranch hand." 50 grand as an 18 year old is more than what most 18 year olds making. Yeah. So you can live on that life and, and all that. He said, dude, houses. So when they laid him off, he enjoyed it. Yeah. Cause it's like, dude, I get a three to six month vacation. Yeah. You know, granted he was the first one they called to come back cause he was so experienced, but still. Yeah. yeah it, one of the things that sucks is, you know, when you see, you know, oil field thriving, you know, and you know, you see the economy boost and, 
you know, one of the things that does suck is when you see what part of the economy is boosting and it's a lot of it's the where money's getting wasted. You know what I mean? Um, so right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like it seems like Oklahoma, you know, since we, Oh, you're talking about Oklahoma. I thought you were talking about the nation. Yeah. 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 I'm talking about Oklahoma, you know, where this money's going is, you know, cause money just, they just love to see it fly through the system. I mean, they just don't want it to sit still anywhere. They want to see it just circulating, you know? And, um, Usually you can tell by the things that are coming up around you, you know, what's benefiting the most from that circulation. And Vapes. in Oklahoma, vape shops. Yeah. In Oklahoma, it seems <laughs> like it's tattoo BD plus baby. It seems like tattoo <laughs> parlors and CVD and gun stores, you know, it's like, Oh, well, AR 15s are on an all time high and big jacked up pickups. But it's not just that, but what you see though, is you see a lot of, uh, you see just a lot of subdivisions and, you know, like what we have in, in more, you know, what used to be a bunch of, uh, just cattle land is now every fast food restaurant, you know, on the planet. And it, it just, you know, it kind of turns into that urban sprawl and it just all kind of turns into community money. That's going into bad, unhealthy Jeff, choices. Jeff hates the urban sprawl. I hate urban sprawl with a passion. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of fast food either. Yeah. I don't eat much of it. Yeah. I would like to see some more high end restaurants here and more. We don't have any high end restaurants like Chili's is as fancy oh. as it gets. Yeah, and it's kind of Holly's. It's kind of annoying. Holly's might be our best restaurant and more. It's pretty good, probably. It, it really I mean, is. Olivetto's is is pretty good. Um, but again, these are like you know your ten to fifteen dollars a plate. Like I want something where I can go in there and spend a hundred bucks on me and my wife, like a good steakhouse or something. Yeah, yeah. That that's why you go to Texas Day Brazil, <laughs> meet on swords. Yeah, nobody <laughs> nobody invites me. Apparently, you guys go there and have a good old time. Corey doesn't get invited. Yeah, well. <laughs> I think you were too busy UFCing it that night. Yeah, I think you. The UFC think you had, fight we weren't invited to. Sorry, I have friends. Yeah, outside have, of this room, you have other friends, and that's a problem. So, <laughs> Jeff is too liberal to have friends too outside of this room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Can't hey, hang out with y'all, man. He yeah. just he just walks up and down these urban sprawl villages, punching yeah. people in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, how do you like your mid-priced home? <laughs> Get out of here! Oh He's, man, yeah. It, you know. Um, it's kind of funny, you know, I went back to Broken Bow this past weekend for Josie's birthday, and uh, that place has changed uh, because what used to be an economy driven by, um, you know, logging and timber production uh-huh. is, you know, now it's, you know, all the Hochitown, Little Branson that's, you know, growing and, and yeah. blowing up down there. And a lot of the money is because it comes up from, you know, the Dallas area, people coming up there to vacation and from Oklahoma City and Tulsa as well. We're you know that little area is crowded, but dude, traffic! I did not grow up with traffic. Well, that and that's, that's and it is ridiculous. You cannot drive around on the weekend. Even it was fall break, so it was a big weekend. You know, for people to come and get a cabin, I guess. Oh my gosh, man! So much traffic! So much traffic! Well, that's more, more like you're driving down a road that should be two lanes wide. Yeah, and it's stuck in the '60s. Yeah, and you're like, dude. Yeah. Well, whenever we first moved here, all that there was was, you know, where the Sam's is on 19th Street? Yeah. That was like an old brown building Walmart. Yeah. And that was it. I think Walmart was over there, Brahms, Taco Bell, and then the, that little intersection right there was where all the food was. Yeah. And then 19th Street started bringing in all those restaurants one by one, and then they built the super center. I want yeah. to know who they... And then they sold that field all the way to the church. There used to be nothing. Just that. Yeah. There was between the bowling alley... And uh, that Walmart was just all filled because yeah. you know our church tried to buy it. Yeah, the, where um, the Warren is, we tried oh, okay. to, we, we tried to buy that first, and just I guess we could never get it to the an affordable price. But yeah, 
Yeah, being watching that like the 19th Street urban sprawl <laughs> occur over there with all the new additions and all the new restaurants and stuff. It's been crazy because yeah. I, I, I avoid 19th Street like the plague now. Who's the, who's the idiot that plans the, the city planner that's like, oh, yeah, let's just throw another stoplight right there. Yeah. Or oh yeah, yeah we have there's some there's stupid stop there, Dude, there's one fifty yards away. Yeah. Yeah, just throw one right there too. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're having people, they have trouble getting on the highway. Yeah, just throw a stop sign right there. You <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah. Like nothing like, hey, let's fix it. It's just stop signs and stoplights yeah. is like well, we have the terrible, only way to fix it. We have terrible roads too. Yeah. My dad made a comment because, you know, we're we're both, you know, I guess you could call us outdoorsmen. So that kinda and he, and then he was in forestry. So we're we're conservationist at heart, you know, which is part of a conservative attitude, if you ask me. But it, it tends to get no, labeled. You sound like a tree hugging it, hippie, it, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It tends to get labels right being, you know, left and liberal. But, but no, there's a difference between conservation and preservation, man. And conservation is the responsible use of resources. And, you know, there's, that's like timber. Timber is a fantastic renewable resource. And there's nothing wrong with cutting trees as long as you plant trees, you know. Um, and we should probably use more wood products. Uh, in so what did your dad say? But anyways, his comment was with global warming. He's like, man, he says it's all the rooftops and concrete. It ain't all the things they try to blame it on. He said, you go somewhere where there's, you know, not a lot of concrete, not a lot of roofs. And he said, I, he said you can go in that same area somewhere where there's a lot of concrete and it feels like it's 10 degrees hotter. And I was like, well, that's the concrete, you know, yeah. kind of blaring back at you. But I was like, you know, he does have a point, though. When you start getting that much asphalt, that much concrete, and that much stuff, you know, it just reflects that heat, you know, back and everything. So he kind of made that comment about global warming being Jeffrey, associated with what's his What's his name? Jimmy? Yeah. Jimmy Wade? Yeah, Jimmy Wade with his. Dude. Hey, he, uh, he one of his um, stories that he tells from college was, uh, you know, a professor going on and on about, you know, the environment or whatever. And dad said he raised his hand. And he said, see, we're in here talking about conservation, but you're talking about preservation, and it's different. And he kind of gave his professor the old what for, you know, one of his proud moments in his history. <laughs> but uh, but I, I agree with mm. him. And our views on conservation have always been the same. You know, as a hunter, you know, you want to preserve, the, you know, as much of that natural, you know, land that's out there um, for animal habitat and everything else. Dude, who's uh, who's the guy that played Jesse on Breaking Bad? Oh, Aaron uh, Paul. Yeah, Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul tweeted something about someone in Iowa killing an animal for trophy, which yeah. you know that, and that's supposedly all they did it for. Yeah, just cut the cut the head off, and mounted it on the wall. Yeah, huh? whatever it was. So he he puts it, you know, this dude's despicable. Yada yada yada. Not trying to get into that. Anyway, this chick comes on on his thing. I'm just scrolling through. I like reading the comments on these people things just to see who's getting triggered by it. You yeah. Know? Anyway, this goes. This is admirable, but what about all the men and women? Uh, or what about all the animals eating or dying so men and women can can eat beef, blah, blah, blah. So I, I click on her thing, and she's a vegan. Yeah. I reply to her comment with a gif of Kristen Bell just gnawing on some ribs. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> That's all I put out there. Oh. Anyway. People she, love you, don't they? She ignore me. Troll. I like. I'm. I'm. Tr I want a response, but that's. I can't get a response. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I think your troll trolling game is, is at a, a troll two level right yeah, now. Trolling you need to troll is. A, one. That's all I'm saying, man. <laughs> trolling is a trolling is an art. 
It is. It is. Yeah. I mean, some people are bad at it, though. Like, yeah. you'll go on, like, some racially charged post, and they'll just, like, start dropping, like... Well, no. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's, and and it's like, okay, that's obviously, like the but Amy, still... That's the Amy Schumer's of trolling. Yeah. Like, they're just yeah. taking the low-hanging fruit. Yeah, but it's still... To... It's annoying because it still baits, like, the dumbest people. So and, of course, that, people and that's what they're there in. for, and you're just like, Ugh. See, I enjoy a clever troll. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even if I don't agree with what the person is saying, yeah. if there's some some cleverness to what they're doing, then then I'm I'm all for yeah. it. See, to me the best way to go about trolling is to sarcastically agree with them and be like <laughs> and, and get them on your side like, "Yeah, man, yeah." Nah, see, and then expose yourself as being like the total opposite. To me that's more clever than well, you know, just hey, you say, know what you know what the stupidest trolling is? Like, for example, say just Trump. Someone goes in on Trump like Trump's duh, 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 and I voted for him in 2016 or and I'm a Trump supporter. Like you go completely opposite of the narrative yeah. uh, or you agree with the narrative and they turn around and say, but I'm a, you know, I, Trump, you know, shouldn't have done this, this, this. And you're agreeing with the person who absolutely hates Trump and you're like, and I'm a Trump supporter. It's yeah. like, no, you're not. Yeah. Like, dude, yeah. we all we can all see through it. Yeah. You know, well. If you're like me, you know, you're not even trying to troll. You just try to take the other side of the argument with your buddy and he blocks you on Twitter for the rest of your life. Yeah. Treats you like you got the plague or something because well, you quit drinking. I've been, I've been scolded a <laughs> few times for my post by uh, Mr. Josh's wife, <laughs> a.k.a. my sister. Your sister. <laughs> hey, Don't speak in generalizations. Guess what? I've been scolded for your post, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that goes, man. It's trickled Dude, down. Anytime someone makes her mad, I catch the brunt end of it. Hey, yeah. I'm sorry, but if 200 people smash that like button on my post, I'm right. <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> and that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> Unless your upvote gets 201 likes. Oh, man. We've been, uh, I got involved in a college pick em. You ever do those? Yahoo does yeah. them. And all it does is we get a list of 25 games or something like that, and you pick who's going to be the winner, and then you have a confidence level of one through ever how many games you have. And, um, you know, you can only use each confidence level once, you know. So Alabama's slated to, you know, just beat the brakes off somebody. You, uh, hey, I know what's about to happen. Anyways, if Alabama's about (laughs) Got it. Shooting flies with salt <laughs> around here on the podcast. Uh, hey, is anyways, that the uh, is that the lawn and garden version? Yeah, that's the bucket salt 2.0. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Not a sponsor. Oh gosh, there's another one. Yeah. All right, well, continue. Sorry, Jeff. Yeah. Well, wherever I was going with that. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of okay, but, who the, you, but the college pick them the way you know the way it yeah, works. So you and got confidence levels. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we started doing, it, and it's a lot of my old friends from high school and college who. I think we're only friends with each other because we can say the worst things ever to each other. And, you know, it doesn't ever offend anyone. So, you know, this is one of those where the hate is strong. And uh, one of my buddies, we've been going back and forth pretty hard. And his wife's pregnant. He finally put out, he said, if Tuck beats me one more time, I will name my child after him. Did he? Listen to what happened this past week. We're neck and neck with the only difference being we both picked UCLA to win. But I had more points riding on it. And I was like, dude, you got to hope they lose. Well, UCLA wins. I beat that cat by a point. <laughs> so I'm holding him to it. He's got to name his child, boy or girl, with a soft G, Jeffrey. <laughs> or whatever. Speaking of college football, 
Alabama plays LSU this week, I think. No, they don't. That is not this week, but the next week. Okay. Who do you got in that week? Uh, Alabama. Think so? Right now, technically. Their quarterback has not had to play the second half of football all season long. But, but being – but by taking RPE and all that, a one-loss LSU – LSU lost one of their linebackers, too. But I'm just saying one-loss LSU is more impressive than an undefeated Alabama based on their schedule. Strength – like – Alabama has played zero bodies right now. And their offense has been able to rest their players for a half no, of I'm football. Not saying you don't that. beat I just people don't that think it's bad. as give it where is it though? I, Josh, Alabama's gonna win. Alabama's where gonna is it? win. Where's the game at? Where is the, it doesn't matter, dude. Alabama could win the Super Bowl this year. They are that good, man. They are that good. You can't go by strength of schedule. That's bogus. I'm not. It's not their fault they haven't played anybody. It's at LSU. It's in Death Valley. They're going to beat them. Well, LSU has played tons of people. Put it on wax. All right. LSU beats Bama this week, next they weekend. They don't. All right. What are we putting on it? Jeff's second child is going to be named <laughs> Josh. <laughs> Josh. <laughs> With a soft G. A girl With a soft G. G E O S H. Josh. It'll just be Josh. <laughs> Oh, uh, doing it! Uh, oh, so, so okay. It. What about what about the Raiders, man? The Raiders? What are they doing? Tanking, man. They're tanking. Which is, I mean, do you like the Omari Cooper for a first round draft pick? If I'm the Raiders, yeah, Omari Cooper is not worth a first round draft pick. How many are they, they going to have? Stole next that, year? dude. How many are they going to have next year? How many draft picks? First rounders, because then they get the first rounder for Mac. Was it a first rounder? I think so. I think sure. they got two first rounders. I, sure. I think they got this year and next year. Maybe. I mean, and it's probably not a bad draft to build in. You know, the thing is, the best player in the draft is going to be a quarterback. Who? So. Who's who's that going to be? Isn't Bama's quarterback going to be in the draft this year? I think he's only a sophomore. Is he? Yeah, I think Jay, the the one he replaced is a uh, is eligible for the draft. But I think this Tua guy. Yeah. I think he's got one more. Uh, one more year, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. All right. Well, I thought he was going to be in the draft. So, you don't have a, a Kyler Murray coming out because he's going to baseball. That's already been established. Yeah. Um, which is possible. I was thinking they were saying it was going to be a quarterback go first. You got Greer at West Virginia. He's good, but I don't know if he's – Yeah, I don't know if he's – I don't know if I take him with first pick. See, I want that dude from Bama because he reminds me of Mahomes. Yeah. You know – can run but he can are you do. sure he's not going to enter the draft you might check but if you look at the top draft prospects you know you got to look at what they're going to get because they may turn those first rounders into something else you never know i mean it just depends on what they want what what direction are they even going with this all i know is the cowboys are drunk yeah he's no, a they're soft- terrible man dude he's a sophomore right now so he uh he still has one more year okay okay he, they so do you have to play at least three years? Yeah. Okay. You have you have to be in college three years, so you can be a redshirt sophomore and and go. enter the draft. Yeah. Okay. What uh what who's it saying? Who does is there any draft projections on who I'm, they think is going to go first? I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Okay. All right. Yeah, man. The the Cowboys are becoming the Browns, man. It's terrible. They're they're GM. The Cowboys, is, dude. They're or the Raiders. Cowboys. The Cowboys. The Cowboys just make terrible decisions. I like Amari Cooper, man. He has more drops than anyone else in the league. He leads the league in dropped 
passes, and you just gave a first rounder up for him. See, and you don't even know if your quarterback's any good. See, Dude, they that, gave uh, they have Nick, yeah. they have Bosa, Nick Bosa going first. Okay. They got Jonah Williams going second. That's the offensive tackle for the left tackle for Alabama. Yeah. Uh, Justin Herbert of Oregon is going third. He's the first quarterback taken. Yeah, he's pretty. He, where's he out of? You said Oregon. Oregon. Yeah, he's pretty solid. Um, dude, look at this. Cleveland Browns drafting number eight. Yeah. How much you want to bet they send their envelope up at least twice in that eight spot because they're so used to being up there. <laughs> like, oh, wait, it's not our turn yet? Sorry. <laughs> oh, just getting eager over here. Uh, then you got Drew Locke, the quarterback from uh, Missouri. You know who else might be tanking this season because they need a quarterback is the Giants. <laughs> that, was, yeah. that was the number three. Yeah, the Giants, Giants yeah, need Eli's help. Eli's done. What well, do you like? What do you think about that Carlos Hyde trade? Carlos Hyde, uh, well, that's a that's a tanking move right there. See, I was I was talking to a guy who's uh, the president of the Cleveland Backers Club here in Central Oklahoma. How oh, wow. long has that been around, dude? Uh, probably 20, 30 so years. So it's not oh Baker Mayfield. Got no, drafted. no, 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 no. Now this guy, gonna... this guy's been a Cleveland Brown. He, you know, he's from Cleveland yeah. originally. That's where his family still lives, and they go up and go to games all the time. He's like legitimately an original. Browns fan like all his he has stuff that has like brownie on it still like yeah. a little elf which I'd never yeah. seen before I printed those t-shirts yeah and uh yeah so they're like officially affiliated with the club and all that stuff and they get together and have these big watch parties uh they've they've gone through three restaurants because they've gone out of business over the years oh yeah yeah <clears throat> now they're at Twin Peaks real classy joint <laughs> and uh <laughs> Anyway, they had got contacted by the Browns because they were bringing a bunch of people down here and sending them a bunch of goods. Like they yeah. uh, sent a uh, couple of Baker Mayfield jerseys that were signed to give away and all oh, this wow. stuff. Like they're they're a legitimate club, and uh, not a Steeler club. He, like he, that. he liked he liked that because he thinks Hyde only has maybe two to three seasons left. Hyde's a tough one because he does everything pretty good. He, he's a good back. I like it. Yeah, here's, and here's and why. Here, here's what I think though. Before because I think I know where you're going to go with it. It does make me wonder about Leonard Fournette for the rest of the season, though. I, where is he really on his injury? Well, okay, same as college. He was always hurt in college, too. Yeah. Why he never won the Heisman. But, if you he know, they, they want him as a bruising back, and they they may be holding him out longer than we thought just to yeah. get him 100% healthy. It's a possibility. Because he is a bruiser. He here's is not a, a Here's what I think. I think the Browns are tanking because uh, – I don't think it's intentionally – no, I think that I think are. no, no. Here's the, <laughs> no, I think they're just bad at no, football, no, Josh. Here's what I think. I think they tied you guys. Yeah, right. They went into a few overtime games. They won. They beat the Jets, and then it was Super Bowl bound. Uh, then they lost to the Raiders. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Hadn't been playing real well here lately. Even mm-hmm. last time, even Mayfield. last game. Yeah, Mayfield didn't play. Last game, Tampa Bay had four turnovers. Dude, have you tried talking to an OU fan about Baker Mayfield on the Browns? No, I don't talk dude, to OU fans. Dude, they still think like he's like the best in the league. Yeah, and I, huh? I'm starting to question him. Like the best, the best rookie quarterback in the league. Yes. Okay. Well, you have Josh Allen, Sam Darnold, and Josh Rosen to compete yeah, there. So. And, yeah, uh, but I mean, if you Pickens a slam. Yeah, I mean, you set the bar real low. Right, yeah. but 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 if no, you, no, it, well, they've even set out of the young quarterbacks. I'm like, no, when you have Mahone there, what? like he's Mahone and Goff are like, they, yeah, I want to take Deshaun best. Watson with a punctured lung. But no, I made, yeah. but I made the comparison. <laughs> I made the comparison yeah. with him that Josh made last week, where he's like Colt McCoy, Manziel. Yeah. 
Tim Tebow. He's a, he's a dump passer. Yeah. He's he has not thrown the ball. Yeah, I'll watch him, and he doesn't throw the ball more than three to four yards. Don't don't. And it's don't in a panic. Try one, and hit one, the long ball. One problem he's had. Their offensive sure, line is terrible. Yeah. One problem he has had for sure is their offensive line is not holding up. Another problem they've had is, uh, you know, their receiving core. You know, Jarvis Landry's pretty good. Pretty good. But they got rid of Josh Gordon, and that Callaway kid is a bust. He is dropping passes like a Mari yeah. Cooper. Hey, out there. I will say this to our friend Chris because I, I kept making fun of him for picking up Ward over Chubb mm-hmm. uh, at the four spot. Ward's looking legit. Yeah, uh, that safety that they got from Florida State. Yeah, he, he's looking legit. Yeah. Uh, now Chubb still would have been good too, but yeah, uh, you really can't make that. No. But here's why I think they're we, we were razzing him, acting like Chubb was a way better pick. You know, not that long ago, but. Now I do yeah. think this. I do think that when I say they're tanking it, yeah. I think when they beat the Jets, they thought maybe this is the year. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then like I said, Baker's tailing off. Like he, they're they're starting to figure his his play is decreasing. Even yeah. even with the statistics from last game, he was given the ball four times by turnout by his defense and could produce nothing. And then going into halftime, uh, which would eventually been the game winning field goal what did they he get, fumbles it. What did they get for Hyde? Fifth round pick. Yeah, they've got three fifth round picks now from Jacksonville, who is possibly a high five because I'm, Jacksonville's acting like they need to get back. Look, I'll Jacksonville be, be was a Cinderella you, man, I don't, game. I don't feel like getting rid of Carlos Hyde's a tanking move. I, I feel like no, they, I'm just, I just, I feel like it's confidence in Nick Chubb. I, say, I don't think Chubb's as good as Hyde, dude. That's their whole offense right now. That, is, I think is it's Hyde. confidence in Nick Chubb and no, Duke I, Johnson Jr. and think and Hyde. Is, I disagree. I think it's confidence in Chubb's potential. Yeah. I think Chubb's will be the better back eventually. He's been pretty explosive at times, man. But he will be the better back eventually, but he has been nowhere near as consistent as high. And a fifth fifth rounder can get you some pretty good offensive linemen. The only consistency in the Browns team is that defense and Carlos Hyde. I don't know. Carlos Hyde has not averaged a, a good yards per carry. It's like three yards per they've carry. Just, they've, just, they've just run him a ton. Three yards per carry is a pretty decent yards per carry. It's not it's astronomical. Not, it's, not, it's not bad, but it's, I mean. It's it's. He's third and three. You got to guarantee he's three. He's, he's making do, man. He also has the most. I just disagree. I don't feel like they're tanking. I don't see this no, as I being think, a team that's tanking. I think it's because when teams up are offense. when teams are when teams are tanking, they do way more drastic things than um, not you know, tanking. I think they know they're going to be terrible. I think I'll they, be honest with you, me, I'm not 100 percent convinced that the Raiders are are tanking. I think John Gruden is getting rid of people that he doesn't like as he goes along, and if he can get good deals for him, he's doing it because he's honestly gotten good deals for the people he's gotten rid of. No, if he if 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 he's got he just three this first season round draft sucks, picks. but I don't feel like they're tanking as much as he's just like, look, we're we're going to shake this thing up a little bit, and we don't really like I don't or he I don't like the personnel we have in some of these areas, and well, that's know, what I th- here's what I think. And I'd rather think, build in the draft, and we're going to go from there. <laughs> It's 3.4 yards per carry, and it ranks him 46th in the league. Right. So not, like, not stunning. Great. Workhorse, yeah. though. Yeah. And he has – I think he's, he's – And they just traded a workhorse back who they I, put a lot of I touches do, on early in the season. For but I think he's – I also think he's number one in, like, most most runs over 20 yards. That or Prescott has more yards per carry, in case yeah. you're wondering. But I will say <laughs> he's getting hit in the backfield. Yeah. He's having to break that first tackle to get those three yards. Yeah, that's my point. Yeah. yeah. So that's because Baker Mayfield's dumping it to him back there. <laughs> I like, I like Hyde personally. I've always liked him. He uh, he's I a just, hard working. I back. just think right now he's the best thing you have on the offense. Yep. Yeah. And you got rid of him. 
Yeah, but I, so I to don't me, know. you've cut those. To me, reality has slapped you pretty hard in the I just, face. Yeah, I, I just don't call it Browns. tanking. I don't call it tanking. Tank, tank is probably a bad word. Yeah, but it's. I think it's the Browns realizing they're still the Browns. Yeah, well, and I think they know they're not going to win the division. And after they beat the Jets, I feel like the fans thought they not only had clinched the division with that game, but that they were <laughs> going to the Super Bowl. Yes, <laughs> they did. Well, if you've had zero dollars for they ten they years and somebody. Somebody gives you a dollar, you're going to feel pretty rich. I think they felt like they, they clinched the conference with that no, I win. Think, I think they fitted like, a few guys with yeah. yellow jackets. Yeah, yeah. Like, yep, he's a future Hall of Famer. Start, started acting like that dude Baker Mayfield might be Tom Brady. Exactly. <laughs> Jeez. But, but, well, uh, as far as um, college goes, who do you think is going to be in the playoff this year? College playoffs? Yep. Um, who are you looking at right now? Bama, well, I'll say who uh, yeah, I'll say whoever wins the Bama LSU game. Yeah. So, Bama um, then. Yeah, Bama. Uh probably Clemson cuz they have nobody the rest of the year. And they're good. And, and they are Don't good. Don't take that away from them. They're um, good. But still. There but there's no one going to challenge them yeah. and they're up at number 2. Um good to I want to say I want to say um Notre Dame will be there cuz they pretty much have to play the the military schools in USC. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I think I think the winner of the Big Ten is going to be there, which probably right now be Michigan. Yeah. Um, maybe Texas. I was wondering if you were going to go yeah, there. You got to throw maybe. that in there. Uh, do you I feel mean, like they're you feel like they're back? No, I don't want to say they're back yet. Um, but. That's funny because, man, see, here's here's the thing about powerhouse fans, all right? When you're a fan of a powerhouse team, a powerhouse team never thinks they're down for long. I mean, in fact, if they're down at all, they're surprised. We're going to be back next year. They don't even need to know who's coming, who's, who's going to be recruited, who, anything. We're never down long. So, you know, an OU, they look good early in the season, we're back. You know, same thing with a, you know, LSU or a Bama or anybody else. But the fact that Texas fans have been so hesitant to say that we're back Whoa. just shows you how long Texas has been down to where their fans don't feel like they're a powerhouse anymore. No, it's not. It's not. No, I think they're a powerhouse. <laughs> I, I think they're a powerhouse. <laughs> I still think this team's young, though. Yeah. And you have a young head coach. Well, which 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 your showed, lack of hype shows me that you no, don't believe saying, in the Texas brand anymore. No, I like the Texas. I like where they're going. Yeah. I do think they're back. I think you know next you fan. We're back. Do I? We lost a game. That's all. We lost yeah. a game. To who? To Texas. Exactly. Hey, where'd they go last year? Lost a game last year, too. To Iowa State. Mm -hmm. Even worse. Yeah. An even worse loss. Okay. So. But man. you lost the team. But here's the thing. Oh, you can. Oh, you can score, man. They okay. can score. They can. And but but eventually that 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 offense is going to hit a rough patch. And. That defense cannot stop nobody. Well, I mean, they can stop zero. They are they are softer than wet toilet paper. <laughs> I mean, in, in all reality, yeah. and, and saying, I mean, people keep telling me like, "Hey, we're going to play you again in the conference championship," which is possible. Yeah, but I take our D coordinator figuring out how to stop your offense, then you guys, then the O, then OU picking up a defense yeah. before then. The bottom line is, is that game would have been a twenty point blowout. Had Herman decided not to try and coast the game in the last nine minutes, 
Yeah. You know, if he would have stuck to his offensive game plan that he had done so far to get up by 21 points or 24 points, whatever it was, if he had stuck with that game plan, dude, they could have hit our our receivers over those cornerbacks all day long. Yeah. And so uh, – Well, I'm not ready to count out the Big 12 out of the Final Four, but I do think that it's a, it's a hard the, road, and I don't have a ton of confidence if they get there that they'll do much. See, Texas is the only team – and this, I think Texas is the only team that can go from the Big 12. And the only reason I say that is because when the dust finally settles, your best team in the Big 12 is going to have outside of the one who wins it. So Texas or OU, say they both play – they get to the conference championship with one loss. The best team that you play is going to have two losses. Yeah. I think Texas has a shot at getting there because they're um, – out of conference was a tad more, tad bit more uh, challenging with USC uh, in Tulsa, who's probably going to maybe make a bowl game after they they get through their conference, versus UCLA, who's terrible, Florida Atlantic, who's terrible, and Army, who, you know, so I, I think that's going to keep OU out against a one-loss Big Ten team. Getting beat early is a positive thing, man. <clears throat> it's a what have you done for me lately kind yeah, of a thing, but. So, but who are you going to put in? Let's say Notre Dame goes undefeated. Notre Dame goes undefeated. Clemson's undefeated. Alabama's undefeated. That's three spots right there. Then you have Michigan with one loss and OU with one loss. Michigan's one loss is to Notre Dame. They get in over the Big 12. Yeah. That's the point. And I think I think Michigan would get in over Texas. Yeah. Because of that stupid Maryland loss. Well, that but, booger eating hardball don't deserve to be in. He might lose again anyways. Yeah. Booger eating. That's all we need is <laughs> McKnight to have a successful college team. The way he acted after they, after the Browns beat the Jets, man, that's all we need is Michigan to be back. Oh, man, that Dude. guy. That guy. Well, where are we at on time, Corey? It's closing time. That's a good place to be. All right, fellas. Thanks for listening. This is Top of the Do Chain Podcast. Visit us at topofthedochain.com. Cue the outro. <laughs>